1: Your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
2: Rams Nation, what is going on? As always, it is your boy, your host, Sosa Cremendias. I am a fantasy analyst at PFF and your host here at the Locked On Rams podcast. Your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we dive into this episode... Our NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to your Wednesday episode here at the Locked On Rams Podcast. We're going to continue along with the training camp news for the Los Angeles Rams and of course this episode is being recorded after the Rams had their first padded practice of this season or of this training camp period which means the real football has officially started and I do have a very good bit of positive injury news for you guys. Los Angeles Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford did partake in the practice. So, as you can imagine, the Rams would not have let him play or practice had his thumb injury been severe or had been really anything other than, you know, a minor, minor little ding. And it appears that he's good to go. His thumb was simply just swollen. If you guys didn't listen to the podcast yesterday, it was near the end of practice on Monday, I believe it was. I'm losing count of my days here. And he went to go follow through on a pass, hit his thumb on a defender's helmet, and then eventually had to walk off from practice, get it taped up and had a little towel on it, did not continue practice. So there was obviously quite a big scare from that. And it was to his surgically repaired thumb, the one that he had surgery on, you know, just a handful of months ago. And of course, we had those flashbacks of Jared Goff going back to the end of the season there. And then in the playoffs, trying to play with a very similar injury, I guess, in terms of at least how it happened, not necessarily the damage. So it sounds like Stafford is good to go. It was simply a swollen thumb. It was nothing worse than that. His x-rays were in fact clean, and he does have a contusion, according to head coach Sean McVay. The team was planning to even have him take a day off, but added that Stafford felt good enough and wanted to play. Said he took a full workload as well, and he feels good right now. And of course, this is just incredibly good news for the Rams. I mean, Yeah, of course, you want your guy to be healthy. That's the first case scenario here. But looking after that, he needs as many reps as he can possibly get in this new offense, which he's finally learning for the first time in his career and trying to get his chemistry down with his new weapons, because this is not a guy that's going back to Detroit for his 12th or 11th or 7th season. We're talking about a guy in a new city, in a new system with new pieces around him Everything from the ground up the Rams need to find a way to make it work at this point from the communication between Stafford and the coach and the offensive coordinator which of course is basically Sean McVay once again because he's calling the plays but offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell as well trying to get that chemistry down with his receivers. Everything you can imagine, they need as many reps and as much practice time as possible to make this as smooth as possible and get as prepared as quickly as possible for the start of the season, which is not that far away. So very good news so far. You know, of course, this could be something that does pop up later in the season, which I hope it doesn't. But at this point in time, sounds like Stafford is a full go, 100% ready to go. And we had a slight injury scare, but the Rams are not. In major trouble just yet so that's great and of course if Matthew Stafford was out there he had to be throwing to somebody and there was a bunch of cool highlights you've seen him throwing a lot of deep passes to you know the Robert Woods and the Cooper Cups but again there was another long shot touchdown to Deshaun Jackson aka Mr. Jackpot as he calls himself and it was against the second team defense so that is something we should note probably before we go parading off in the streets but I'm telling you guys, there is something about this connection that is brewing right now that has me so excited. I mean, I don't think I've felt this much excitement since I was watching Jared Goff sling deep passes to Brandon Cooks, you know, back in 2018 when the Rams offense was at its peak. This offense needs a vertical threat in the worst way. We know that. We've seen that the last two seasons when they didn't have one and Brandon Cooks was kind of injured and then he gets traded. The Rams have been sorely lacking that area on their offense. And there's a reason they traded for Stafford. There's a reason they paid Deshaun Jackson as much as they did. And both of these longtime veterans continue to make plays in training camp. And I just love hearing it because this isn't just some simple, you know, me and you, no defenders, we're throwing against air type of situation. This is legitimately in seven on sevens and 11 on 11s. And now, of course, in pads as well, where You're getting as close as possible as you can to a game environment. And of course, it is the second team defense. So you know he's not burning Jalen Ramsey right now or Darius Williams or somebody like that. But at the end of the day, it's so good to see these guys get their chemistry down. And I just think this offense is going to ooze all kinds of explosive plays. I'm so excited to continue seeing this news. Feels like every single practice, we're getting at least one nice vertical connection between Stafford and his new receiver in Jackson, or I guess we'll call him jackpot. And man, it's getting me super excited. As you guys remember, I'm sure if you listen to it, my prediction for the first touchdown this season was a Matthew Stafford, deep shot to Deshaun Jackson, like a 40-yard touchdown, I believe I said, and the chances are not great that that's the very first score, but I'm dying to see that come to fruition. That would be tremendous. And of course, those aren't the only two players at the training camp practices for the Rams who are playing well, which is why we're going to dive into all of the recap that you need to know from the players that stood out in this first fully padded practice for the Los Angeles Rams. We're going to dive into that in the second and third segments and talk about some interesting situational type of stuff in terms of who's repping in which order, which may or may not indicate something down the line. And of course you guys can come connect with us on Twitter for all the coverage you need on your Los Angeles Rams. You can find us at QB's MEP and at locked on Rams. If you guys are into betting, I urge you to check out one of our sponsors for today's episode called bet online The NFL is right around the corner. I mentioned the Hall of Fame game coming up on Thursday. The regular season is not far behind. And of course, there are a bunch of different sports, everything you can imagine that Ben Online covers, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. And of course, the NFL as well. Before the next pitch or the next snap, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the 2021 NFL season. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
0: This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: Welcome back to the second segment of this Wednesday episode of the Locked on Rams podcast podcast. Welcome back. We're going to continue on with this training camp recap talk. And of course, this episode is a bit of a special one because we finally got our first fully padded practice. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys are wondering where our guy Brad Moder is, but unfortunately, Brad cannot hop on this episode. So we're going to need to shelve that for about a week. But I know Brad is itching and chomping at the bit to get his opinion out there. I'm dying to hear it, too. I need to hear it. Brad talk about what he's thinking in terms of you know what's happening at these training camp practices, and of course you know who he thinks might be standing out. And we need to start previewing these preseason games because they're right around the corner. But we're gonna have to save that for next week's episode. Today is just me, your host Sosa Cremenges, and we're gonna dive into the remaining news that I found and dug up from the internet here. And we talked about Matthew Stafford obviously coming back into practice and pretty much practicing throughout the entire practice without having to go off the field or anything like that. According to Ryan Karchi, he said Stafford definitely was not as sharp in the second half of practice, and he said you have to wonder if the thumb had something to do with it, which I think is probably fair to expect. I mean, this guy had a bad injury yesterday, and I'm sure it hurt. To the point where he at least couldn't continue practice. And we are talking about a guy that had surgery on this very same thumb, you know, just a few months ago. So I'm just grateful that he's still out there and getting in some of these very valuable reps and not severely hurt versus actually expecting him, you know, to come out the next day and prove that this guy's, you know, Tom Brady or something like that. So unfortunate that, you know, he couldn't finish off the practice maybe as sharp as he started, but that is so, so minor in terms of the actual legitimate. Problems or details coming from this practice. Now, one more thing coming from the offensive side of the ball Jordan Rodrigue mentioned that Joseph Nopum was taking reps at left tackle. She said it was most likely a veteran rest day for Andrew Whitworth, which of course the Rams like to utilize for their veteran players. You hear it often for Andrew Whitworth, sometimes for guys like Aaron Donald, some of the other players, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, the guys who have been around in the NFL for quite some time, of course, and don't need those reps maybe as much as some of the other players do, especially the younger guys. So it is cool to see a guy like Noteboom getting some of those opportunities at left tackle. We do know that he played a handful of games there last year, which does kind of prove that, you know, the Rams maybe view this guy as the next man up at that spot in case of an injury or whatever might happen there. So that's cool that he's getting some run with the first team. You know he's kind of experienced with it now. He has some of that play with the first team in actual legitimate NFL games. So that's good. And not only that, but he actually proved that he could do that job in a pinch. So that's awesome as well. Now, Terrell Lewis, the outside linebacker on the defense, one of the edge rushers did not practice out of extra precaution, according to Sean McVay, as the team is still trying to figure out his workload and talk about a mood killer because this guy is talented, you know, and I liked the draft pick when he was drafted a year or two ago, but he had serious knee injuries and issues coming out of college in terms of the injury situations and we're not even into his second season already and his first season was injury prone now going into his second season they can't even have this guy fully practicing I mean terrible terrible situation it doesn't seem like this guy's ever going to be healthy I know it probably seems like an overreaction but I think at this point in time it's just fair to expect this guy to never really be a player who's going to be able to go 60 snaps a game or 16 or 17 games a season. It's terribly unfortunate. Of course, the Rams need to find a way to still make it work because he's still a good player and they still don't have that great of an edge rusher presence. And, you know, Lewis is still one of the two or three or four players in that rotation that should have a decent amount of playing time in the season. But this is just bad news. I mean, We're not even into the games yet. We're not even hardly into training camp one week in, and this guy's already having to figure things out in terms of his practice schedule. Kind of feels like they're going to have to do that throughout game week, throughout training camps, off seasons, throughout the rest of his career. I mean, there's really no way I could see anything else happening, so that's not great, but it is what it is. Now, safety Jordan Fuller, moving back to the secondary there, continues to stand out in coverage. He had a good pass breakup on Tuesday, This guy, I'm telling you, he's doing something great. He is definitely one of the players that we have to look out for with true legitimate breakout potential for this season. We know that they've had a lot of success drafting safeties over the last few seasons, which just really proves that maybe they know how to identify the skill sets that they need. They know how to put these guys into positions to succeed. And of course, Jordan Fuller, a very smart player, a very high IQ individual in terms of the football knowledge, and a guy who translated immediately for the Rams right out of the sixth round into a starting position. This guy is such a fan favorite. I'm pretty sure everyone loves him. I love that new number two, number four. I mean, that's going to be one of the swaggiest numbers on the field for the Rams this season. A safety wearing number four. It's definitely going to take some getting used to, kind of gives me some college football vibes when I think of the Mark Barons at the back end for Alabama wearing number four, guys like that. It's a little bit weird, but I absolutely love the look of that as well, and I know a lot of you guys love that talk as well in terms of the numbers and things like that. Now, my guy, Hayden Winks, a fantasy guy over at Underdog Fantasy, we had him here on this podcast, a friend of the pod I want to say maybe three, four weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer. And he's a California guy as well. And he's been at Rams training camp the last two days. And he has some cool things where he dropped some nuggets in terms of the running backs, as well as the order of guys going throughout these drills. And so the running back tweet that he had said, as I watched Daryl Henderson take about 70 to 85% of the first team reps the last two days, including being split out wide. I wonder which available veteran running back is scaring everyone off from him as a solid fantasy running back too which is obviously very interesting because i'm pretty sure everyone and their mothers right now especially if you play fantasy football is trying to figure out what kind of workload hendo is gonna have this season i mean is he gonna be a guy that's gonna get 15 touches a game and you know be seated with somebody else and rotate with another player is he gonna be a guy that can get to that 18 19 touch range Or is he going to be a guy that splits 50-50 with somebody else or multiple other players? Is this a guy that the Rams are going to want to utilize as a wide receiver? Or is he strictly going to be a runner? Or is there going to be a little bit of both? And. To some degree, I feel like the Rams don't even know what they want to do right now with this guy. You're still trying to figure out all of that stuff. It's still early in the offseason, of course. You're not playing football games for, you know, another month plus, maybe five, six weeks. And the Rams already talked about not letting Daryl Henderson find the field in the preseason. So you're not going to get those reps or chances to figure that out either. So, I mean, I feel like the Rams are still trying to figure out the perfect split for this guy and the running backs in general. But I mean, at the end of the day, as a fantasy analyst and being in that fantasy space as well, it's definitely something that we're all trying to figure out as best as we can. Now, I'm going to dive into a second tweet in the final segment as well as some special teams talk. So make sure to return for that. And of course, make sure to come back here every day throughout the rest of the week when we continue our training camp recaps here for the Los Angeles Rams in their training camp offseason period. I feel like the fitness industry is designed to confuse all of us and make this journey unnecessarily hard and much tougher than it needs to be. At the end of the day, you just gotta get your protein goals in and move any weight that you prefer and you will have success. And I know that personally because I've lost 155 pounds over the last two and a half, three years at this point. And I found a company called the Built Bar. I'm telling you, they make the best protein bars by far on the market. They're absolutely delicious and their texture is unlike any other protein bar and I've tried all of the other ones. The bars are also healthy, they're low in calories, low in sugar, they have 19 grams of protein per bar, they're high in fiber, and they even work for you if you are on the keto diet. You'll even get a free cooler with your purchase while the supplies last. All you have to do is just go to BillBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BillBar.com.
0: Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free
2: right now by joining Wondery+. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment here of this Wednesday episode of the Locked On Rams podcast and our fully padded practice recap for the Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Sosa Kermengas. And of course, we're going to dive right back into where we left off. And I gave you guys a little bit of a teaser from this tweet from my guy, Hayden Winks. So shout out to Hayden. I know you're probably not listening. That guy is a grinder. I don't even know how he finds time to sleep. But this was a cool tweet. He said, I don't know if it matters, but the Rams wide receiver drills go Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, then Deshaun Jackson. And then he said the tight ends go Tyler Higbee, Johnny Munt, Jacob Harris. And then lastly, the running backs, Daryl Henderson, Xavier Jones, Jake Funk, Raymond Calais, and Otis Anderson. And I think for the most part, there's no legitimate surprises here. I mean, the wide receivers, pretty much as expected. Maybe the only question mark there is why is Deshaun Jackson going fourth where Van Jefferson is going third? I don't tend to read too much into that one. I think it's very clear that Deshaun Jackson is going to be the wide receiver three for this team. And of course, we do expect Van Jefferson to rotate in that spot as well. So it's not like, you know, Van Jefferson is just the fourth receiver and purely a bench player, but it is interesting to note why Deshaun Jackson might be going last in that order. Maybe the two more interesting ones are the running back and tight end positions. Now, running back No surprises there either. It feels like Daryl Henderson is the guy, the running back one. We all know that and expect that. After him is where it kind of gets more questionable, but I tend to think most people would agree with this list as well. Xavier Jones, running back two. Jake Funk, the next guy. Raymond Calais after him. And Otis Anderson, the last one. That makes a lot of sense. Anderson, of course, was the most recently added player. He didn't go through OTAs and mini camps with the Rams, so you can expect him to be last in the pecking order. Xavier Jones, the longest tenured guy out of all of those listed. He's the running back two, it feels like so far. No questions as to why he's going second. The only questionable or interesting situation here is Jake Funk already jumping Raymond Calais as the running back three. That's interesting because Calais was obviously with the Rams last year. I believe he was waived by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Rams picked him up off of waivers last year and he played a little bit of special teams but had no legitimate role on offense and Jake Funk is of course a seventh round rookie this year so it's kind of interesting that he's already jumped him or could have potentially jumped him based off of this order I guess you know we can't make too much out of this of course but it is interesting to think and I think Jordan had already highlighted the fact that these guys were going in this order so no surprise there now tight end is the interesting one There was no Bryson Hopkins listed here. I'm not exactly sure why. I do believe that he is practicing. As far as I know, I haven't heard that he's been hurt. So why he's not listed, I'm not exactly sure. But I do recall hearing that he was repping fourth among the tight ends as well. And of course, that's not great for him either. I mean, if Jacob Harris has already jumped him, that wouldn't really be shocking because I've watched a few videos of Jacob Harris at camp. And this guy honestly just moves differently. Such a smooth athlete. So fast, so quick, the acceleration, the agility, this guy just moves different. And I know you hear probably a lot of people use those kind of terms, but there's a reason this guy was drafted so early after basically not playing football for like the majority of his life, starting not that long ago and having very limited usage and production in college. It's because of his movement skills. It's because of the athleticism and the profile of athletics that he brings to the table This guy is truly otherworldly when it comes to that regard. And I think it's so easy to see in these practices just by the way he moves. And obviously, that's a guy you want to find reps for and find a way to develop as quick as possible because that's the kind of true matchup weapon you can utilize in the league. Now, Johnny Munt going second, probably no surprise there. I mean, the only surprise would maybe be why Bryson Hopkins isn't there because I do think Harris makes sense as the tight end three right now. Of course, he's a rookie. He's not just going to jump guys who have been practicing for you know four or five years with the team. So makes sense in that regard, but it is fun and interesting to note. And of course, we have Tyler Higbee, the tight end one. No questions there. Now, moving on to the final bits of news from practice here. The special teams update. According to Jordan, Matt Gay, the kicker that the Rams brought in last season, midseason, is kicking well, and his snapper currently is Matt Orzech, which of course, you know, there is a battle there for the long snapper job between two guys, Orzech and Steve Wordle. The Rams did not bring back Jake McQuaid, so they're going to have a new long snapper. We do know that Johnny Hecker is still there as the holder, and it is good to hear that Matt Gay is finding a way to continue his success from last season. This was a position that the Rams obviously struggled a lot in once they let Greg Zerline walk. They went through a boatload of names, it felt like, from Samuel Sloman to Kai Forbath to Matt Gay. And then I believe there was another guy or two in there as well. And of course, it is good that they're settled in on Gay and that he appears to be kicking well still, building off of his very strong first season with the Rams. Lastly, the last bit of news here from Jordan, she dropped a tweet quoting Matthew Stafford, confirming that he practiced fully and said that he didn't feel all of his throws were all there, but added that they put some good work in and he certainly felt good enough to do so. He said nothing was broken, fractured, or sprained. That is great news, of course, and that is the kind of positive highlight and news we want to end this episode on. Matthew Stafford, your quarterback, is okay for now, hopefully throughout the rest of the offseason as well as the season. The Rams have a lot riding on this guy and this season they didn't go out to make all these trades and spend all this money and realign their roster to win nine games everyone is expecting the rams to make the playoffs probably win the nfc west and get deep in the playoffs we're not talking about a wild card appearance we're talking about a team that should be as close as the nfc championship game if not a super bowl appearance and right now these are the foundational steps In training camp, that you need to start to place and build, because when you look back in three or four or five months, all of the stuff you do right now is what's going to get you there. So the Rams are currently in a decent spot. We talked about some injury bad luck yesterday. So far, so good. Of course, Stafford is back, and Daryl Henderson is practicing as well, so no issues there. Hopefully, the Rams can continue to stay healthy in these training camp practices, because a lot of the injuries do come in this time frame. And of course, the Rams are going to continue their practices. They have one today on the 4th, don't have one on the 5th, and go back to practicing on the 6th. So right now, the Rams are going to continue their practices. We're going to continue to cover all of them as best as we can, provide you guys with the recaps. You need to know with who's standing out, who's getting playing time, who's getting good reps, and of course, the injury updates as well. So make sure to keep checking back in with us throughout the rest of the week here at the Locked on Rams podcast. Just a reminder, you guys can come connect with us on Twitter at QBsMVP and at LockdownRams. And please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes, content, breaking news, and a whole lot more.